and welcome back to episode 154 of the Hit the Showers podcast presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host, Clifford Jordan Jennings, here with my point man and co-host, Malk. Cry, Eagles cry. No, just hey, we gonna get into it. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> Got my guy CT in the building. What's happening? Perfect. You know, just another one. I ain't gonna lie, I stole that from Skip Bayless. <laughs> oh, <we laughs> you know, I gotta quote my sources. I ain't gonna just steal no nobody's shit. Even though I'm sure somebody wrote it for him. That nigga said, Cry, Eagles, cry. Why, Eagles, why? My, Eagles, my. <laughs> well, you, know why, you know why he said that, though, right? Why? He's the Cowboys fan. But that's okay, though, Skip. That's yeah, he's okay. a Cowboys fan. That's okay. Cowboys still ain't ready for the Eagles. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean they they've been, you know, they I guess they got the number 1 defense is what I've been hearing and that's great. That's fine. That's good. That's nice. <laughs> I, I mean it's not translating. It's not. I he mean he just lost the OT to the Packers. That's what I was getting ready to say. So, I mean, I guess we can just jump into that, but yeah, I mean, that the Cowboys are who we thought they were. Dak Prescott is who I thought he's been and that's an average all right quarterback. I don't think he He's he's not how do I say this? He can win games, but he's not a a winner, I think, long term. Like he's not gonna win the big game. Right, right, not, right. Uh, he's just not. He's not. But you know, go ahead. Which would you I mean, how y'all feel about that Packers count? I mean, well, before I get into that, I will say that I do think Dak has well, Dak did do a good job of being consistently stable up until that injury. Right. Into that ankle injury. Now, he the only season that he really wowed motherfuckers was his rookie season. And that's usually because, like people say, nobody has film on you. They're still getting to know you. Now, I say consistently stable. What's going on? We got less in the building. What's going on, y'all? Not nothing. But I say consistently stable because even after they have film on him after his rookie year... He still maintained his consistency throughout. He right. didn't do he didn't do awful. Like it wasn't no situation like that. He did enough to get paid even while coming back from an injury. I well, I agree. And you know, I personally we talked about this cliff years ago, of course, offline, but I love Dak. I mean, I loved him since Mississippi State. Um, always been a, a Dak guy. It just yeah, I've said that. Yeah, it's just been unfortunate that he landed on the Dallas Cowboys, who I cannot stand of course as we know but um yeah so skip bayless fuck off <laughs> um, y'all ain't won a championship i believe since 1994 i want to say so skip i know that was with troy and emmett i can't remember who they played i'll look it up you already know cowboys last super bowl when so they played um i'm sorry correction this was 1996 1996 they beat the pittsburgh steelers 27 to 17. i don't know why they was the team that was in my head too the steelers yeah yeah 
Yeah, because they always, they always reference that because the Cowboys ain't been there in that long. Yeah, I don't know why that, that was in my head, but I... And that's 26 years, uh, Skip and Dallas Cowboy fans. 26 years. <laughs> I love that fact. He just I love that shit. <laughs> that is so fucking crazy. <laughs> I was four years old when they won a ring last. Listen, fuck the amount. Last time. The last They're time right. we did yeah, right. it. <laughs> when was that? It wasn't when mine was. Shut right. the fuck up. That's how mouth be talking. But but you know what? On a on a serious note, um, if I'm honest, fellas, I and I said this before, clip again on the on the show, off the show. I knew the Eagles wouldn't go perfect. That's why I got so irritated when people kept saying it because it's usually not realistic, and I didn't want it. I didn't want that to be the case. You know what I mean? I said it's best that they don't. Right. It's best right. that you don't go in the season perfect. You gotta get some scars, some shit to get angry about. Right. And that was and a I, game to get angry about. And Jalen Hurts said it well. I think he, I think they will respond going forward to that adversity of losing to Washington. Now, I thought our loss would probably come to a Giants or a Dallas at this point in the right. schedule. But I mean, but but Washington, they they didn't give y'all a bad game the first time y'all played. I can't remember they, the score. They didn't. Uh, they I, didn't. I think that's somewhat of a matchup situation. The only thing that I fear moving forward is did they give other teams the blueprint? Well, no, because, I mean, not to be biased, but watching that game, in my opinion, we beat ourselves. I mean, there was a couple times where even late in the game when we were down, we were coming back and we could have won. Right. Like, I think like one of the last plays was uh, that deep bomb I think it was to Pascal or Quez Watkins, one of those two. They caught it. They weren't fully down yet. They fumbled. Washington. You know what I mean? So it's like. Well, the only reason why I say the blueprint is because I think they were, they were talking about it on Undisputed. And I think they said that the Eagles average like, what, 17 in the first half and eight in the second. They said that this is the first time that they've ever been down going into halftime in this season. So if you got a team that recognizes those weaknesses and guns you out the gate, it's going to be hard for y'all to make up that ground looking at it from a statistic standpoint. Now, I know, you know, I'm the first to say all the stats don't matter, but the fact that you are dropping off in points scored in that second half worries me because it reminds me of us. If well, we don't beat you in the first half and we've sh shown... Four times this season giving up leads. Right. So if a team is close to you, they may not even need to be winning it. But if they're close to you in the first half and they plan on picking it up in the second, it's going to be tough. Right. That That's one of those holes that has to change. And don't get me wrong, I'm being tough on the Eagles, right? Because I said it about Hurts. I said he needs to put more balls in the end zone overcame that he started doing that that's great i'm proud of you now your next fix has to be scoring more in the second half i agree now once y'all come to that you start looking a little bit more complete because if i'm not if i'm being honest after that loss in the the vikings win i'm kind of edging the vikings out over the eagles at the moment just based off of who you beat all that nonsense we already beat we already beat minnesota 
So I get it, but this is a, a new Minnesota. A Bills victory Minnesota is a brand new Minnesota. Well, at the same time, and I wish uh, Coach Mike was on here so I could I could tell him this as well. Who's really fearing Buffalo? I t- I said it, I said it for weeks, Cliff, on this podcast. I've said it time and time again before the Minnesota game recently. I said. Buffalo's already showing their cracks in their armor. I don't fear Buffalo. I told you the only team I truly fear, the only team I truly, truly fear, even after this loss to Washington, is Miami. That's the only team I truly, truly fear. Right. They not, saying we can't, not, can't, not saying we can't lose to Minnesota or anybody. I'm not saying that, fellas. I'm just saying that I don't. I still don't think Minnesota is as good as – I think they're playing good, right? But I think once Kirk Cousins hits the playoffs – Justin Jefferson hits the playoffs. Come on now, y'all gonna fold like like y'all like y'all normally do. Y'all gonna fold. Y'all gonna fold. Y'all gonna watch, Cliff. They gonna I mean, that fold. may be that may be fair to say. Because we got the bet now. I understand Justin Jefferson made that crazy catch. I understand Kirk Cousins been rocking out on Instagram with the chain on and little rap lyrics and stuff with the homies. But at the end of the day, like I said, that was then when we when we called their number but justin jefferson didn't have no production against us not saying that it, it would happen again i'm just saying i'm pretty confident right that, here's the weird thing cliff i'm learning something about the eagles they've been playing lately to their whoever their opponent's potential like right. the texans that was a closer game than i had liked we won right, right. That was, i didn't remember i talked i told you i didn't like that didn't like that i knew i knew in that texans game fellas that we were gonna have problems in philly I said, yeah, we got the win, but there's things. I said, remember, I said, there's things on defense I didn't like in that game. And it's against the Texans. And it proved this point also against uh, Washington. That defense has to uh, be more solid and consistent. Now, they did pick up, I don't know if y'all heard, we did pick up defensive tackle Joseph Linval. Uh, he played for the Vikings and the Chargers. He's decent. We did pick him up because we had some injuries, I think, to Jordan Davis for the run stop. So we're still adding on. We're apparently we're still revamping. Well, you're not really revamping. You're just picking up free not revamping, agents, right? But because the deadline's over. So now all you can do is pick up a free agent or pull up from the practice squad. Those yeah, it's Linval Joseph. Linval Joseph on a one-year. Okay. Oh, defense looks so terrible. Like was giving up so much to Terry. Right. And Heineke was throwing ducks. You hear what I'm saying? Ducks. He had a couple that was on, but he was throwing ducks for the most part. I I think it was a situation, and Jalen Hurts said it, it's like when you win so much, you know, you forget how it feels to lose. And I think that Philly went into that game heavily overlooked. I mean, we all did. Everybody in the Pickums picked Philly, right? Nobody picked Washington. So I think Philly went into that too. Like, yeah. Uh, Washington, and they they didn't want it more. Washington wanted it more. They wanted it more. They they fought. They scratched. They clawed. I've got to give it up to them. Do I think they're the best? Damn, you cutting. It's possible, but I, I doubt it. Don't get don't get your hopes up. They are right. It's still Heineke. You know what I mean? I like, still, still Bailey's like, happy. 
I don't know. I don't listen. I don't know. I don't have faith in Heineke through for 211, one interception off 58% completion. Yeah, he threw no touchdowns, right? Right. 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 And a pick. Beat ourselves. Uh, my guy, mini man, uh, Brian Robinson, he got a tutty. He got a tutty out there. He he was putting in a lot of work, and so they put he Gibson was. in. He was. Both of them were, for real. Both of them were. I'm not going to lie about that, but I don't mean to harp on it, right? But it really bothered me, and I don't even know what made me watch the Undisputed, but what, it really bothered me hearing Skip Bayless say... The NFC beast is what they call it now. Well, he's again, he's just obviously being biased. His Cowboys are in it. Right. You know, happy to have a winning record. Now, this is factual, but not that. But there was a statistic that I seen that said something like throughout this point, it's like the highest division winning percentage ever in the NFL collectively. But I still agree either way with what you and everyone else have been saying. Collectively, their their schedules aren't too tough. Listen, so, 29, 29 most tough schedule is the Giants. 30 is the Eagles. And the Cowboys and the Commanders are tied for 31. Yeah, so I don't put too much merit in a Skip Bayless when it comes to that because, again, I think he's just being biased. I don't think he's being realistic. Um, that's just my opinion, though. I don't know yeah. what y'all something to talk about. It sounds good, you know what I mean? It does sound good on paper, but realistically, like we said, come on now, they don't have none of them have the toughest schedule, so they should be that should be the case, right? Like you said, that should be the case, Cliff. Right, that's, that's, that's really, and, the, and the Falcons twice, and uh, right. But my whole thing is, why would you do that? What? Why would you do that with a whole division? Put a whole division at the bottom. What's their, what's their nickname that you and the rest of America has been calling them, Cliff? The NFC Least. Least. Well, if they're the NFC Least, then why would you give them the lowest, like all collectively, the lowest possible? Because I bet you people were probably tired, for example, of seeing teams come out from the NFC East with damn near losing records and making the playoffs. But see, it doesn't matter because at that point it's all smoke and mirrors, right? It's 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 only the casual fan that gets excited about this because everybody else that really watches the hardcores are like, but their strength of schedule. Like even so if even if y'all make it through all the way through and have a fourteen and three record. Once again, when you put a team like that in the playoffs, you have what's the word? You have um unwarranted confidence. You know what I mean? You have a confidence that you don't deserve to have because right. the schedule is made for you to do that. Now you play with the big dogs. Now it's almost a it's almost like hopping out of high school in uh, in JV and going straight to play a college team. You didn't prepare me along the way. You didn't get me warmed up. Nobody wants to fight a a a, a tomato can and then hop in the ring with Tyson. No, I need right. to work my way up to that. Right, right. And if you're not working, if you put them all at the bottom, basically what you're saying is 
will will trick a lot of these dumb fans. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and they'll be satisfied with just the fact that their record was good, but they didn't do much with it. I mean, it, it may be, I don't want to use the word ironic, but I definitely think it's based off of previous years, previous records. When it comes to NFC East, I don't think they should have gave everyone in that right. division. That's my biggest thing. I don't care about one or two, but the whole division right. at the, the right. very low, like n- there's no possible way to go lower than that. You have two teams tied at 31. <laughs> what the right. fuck? Even the Giants, you know, I'm not trying to hate on them because they're in my division, but, you know, like the, I'm not, I'm just not falling for it. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not believing the hype too much. They might be all right. I could be wrong. Time will tell. Now, anyway. that's the thing. Now, that's the thing. That's the thing. And this is the rounded back and we'll move on. But what I will say is it can work in reverse as well. Even though your confidence level is higher than it should be, the fact that it's that high can run you through people with less confidence. I agree. So you can get a team that's been beat up all year that's supposed to be great. I'll throw the Chargers out there. Everybody thought they was going to be the shit this year. And they make the playoffs and you go again or, uh, and you end up coming out and go against the Giants who didn't take that much damage. They may run straight through you. They may. It's possible. I just beat up. I just much rather take my wounds in battle to know I'm prepared than to never be touched and have to worry about how I deal with it once it happens you you kind of you talking about it kind of reminds me of last year and we would talk about uh the potential or was it not last year was it last year anyways the zach wilson's the trey lance's member coming out we had questioned me you and pops and them like yeah these guys look hot in in college but look right. at the school right we have to put them like you said right. the north dakota <laughs> state brigham young uh who else was it well, I mean, we, we talked about, about Fields and we did talk about Fields and too. look at him. He's he's the another listen, and the I would have never called that Trevor Lawrence. Trevor. Uh, no, he didn't come out with them, did he? He came out the year after. You know, I'm kind of not surprised. No, I'm he did not... come out with them. He came out with them. What? Who? Trevor Lawrence. It was Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Trey you Young. Well, I'm just saying that he or Trey Lance. I'm saying young. This ain't Atlanta. But I'm just saying the difference with them is the strength of school they went to, so the schedule they got to play in college. Compared right. To oh, I see what you're saying and why you're right. struggling a bit. Right. Because you look at Matt coming out of Alabama, and that's a school that'll have you prepare for the NFL. Right. You look right. at LSU with Trevor Lawrence. The only reason why he was really. LSU. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence didn't go to LSU. Yeah, he did. Clemson, Clemson. I'm thinking of fucking Burroughs. Right, that's why I'm like... I'm thinking of Burroughs. That's my fault. He did. I didn't drink yet. Yeah, he (laughs) did go to Clemson. But they don't really fall in line with the LSUs and the Alabamas. Who? Clemson? Yeah. Ohio State? Yeah, I don't... I'm saying as far as like... As far as quarterback production, not right. hella confident in a Clemson quarterback. Who who else since nope? Because Cam went to Auburn. 
I'm gonna say Deshaun Watson went to Clemson, didn't he? Watson, that's who I'm thinking of. Watson. Watson did go to Clemson. And Watson came out the gates ready to break records his rookie season until he uh, got hurt. He was on pace to break everything until he got hurt. Joe Burrow the same way. But Burrow's, though, I mean, I still give him LSU. Like, I kind of bucket LSU and Bama together. Oh, State? No. I would. I don't want a quarterback from O State. I was thinking about that the other day. I kind of like agree. Stroud, but still, if the Raiders are going for a quarterback, no, pass him, pass him, unless he's the only true. option. Pass him. Right. We know that the that I agree. We know that from Ohio State that the quarterback position going to the NFL is not usually Mm-mm. y'all. Okay. Y'all are not known to be the quarterback whisperer per se. But I will say, when the quarterbacks play for y'all, though, whoever y'all do play, usually they play some good ball for Ohio State. Most of the, at least most of but the. But see, that's what I think that that's a crutch, right? I think that that's the fact that Ohio State has what at least top five, if not top three, in recruiting. You got Marvin Harrison Jr. That's what I'm saying. When you have recruiting like that. You're basically setting up everything around the quarterback. So now once the quarterback comes in, it's not like he has to fight through and overcome obstacles. No, they placed players around you that can go out. Look at Olave. Look at, come on, Ted Ginn. Look at Santonio Holmes. Since the way back, you can name a wide receiver. And the quarterback, some of the quarterbacks they had, they changed to wide receivers in the league, like the right. Braxton Miller, Braxton Miller, right. Tried to do it with JT Barrett. Never saw him play though. Oh right, right. What happened to Cardell? JT Barrett thought he played. I think he is in Canada, or uh, he's in one of the the. He's in a pro league somewhere else. Last I heard, but um, what was I about to say? Haskins, RP. Oh, yeah. I think Haskins broke the mold, though. I think Haskins was the first actual quarterback that they broke away from doing that other shit. You feel what I'm saying? You wasn't going to get no legit quarterback in the league. And my biggest fear, right, especially when thinking about the Raiders, if my hopes come true and they are looking for a quarterback, I'm not saying I would be upset with Stroud. I'm just saying I don't have confidence in Ohio State quarterbacks. And what I fear is that people are going to look at Justin Fields' performance currently and get that confused with an Ohio State quarterback. Because once again, you didn't... Oh, shit, what happened? Y'all with me? Oh, get the fuck out of here. Are we really on this? Man. I'm sorry for the audio listeners. It just kicked me completely out of the group. Let's try to hop back on. But what I was saying was... I think... Justin Fields is more of a Georgia bred quarterback than an Ohio State quarterback. I feel like he came there for that one year. And I'm not going to say he had all the tools when he arrived, but 
still. Where we at, man? I'm sorry. I'm doing two things at once, and that's not an excuse. Let me keep it up, though, till we figure this out. I don't even know if it's recording me. Oh. Excuse me. Let's try this one more time, and I apologize, but let's try this one more again. Nope, don't look like it's going to pop. Well, shit, Joe. I don't even know what to do. Let me close this joint out. Still seems like it's on that bullshit. Well, if I'm keeping it going, um, like I said, I uh, I don't have the utmost confidence in Fields or not Fields in Stroud. If that's uh, what the Raiders are going for a quarterback, but at this point, I would take him well over Derek Carr. Um, and since I'm running it by myself, I guess I'll use this to segue into there's no crying in football. There's no crying in football, and I don't know if Derek Carr didn't get the memo. I don't know if Tom Hanks should have been coming out the locker room giving him a pep talk, but God damn it, if it's no crying in Baseball, there damn sure ain't no crying in football. And the fact that you are the leader of the team, and not only the leader of a team, but a raider at that, I just feel like... I just feel like you may be the only raider in history that's ever cried in public <laughs> you fucking bitch boy the season's not going your way listen I'm hoping they tanking it but if you want to win turn it around motherfucker you out there you got room to be calling audibles and making plays and for some reason it doesn't seem like if you're doing it the ones you're doing works I just don't get that but I will say he did, um, he ended that game 63%, 63.2%, 248, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 99.5 QBR. So, I mean, it wasn't like it was an awful game. You just didn't get the win. And that's what you're here to do as a quarterback is get the win. Um... Oh, and that was a loss. Once again, I will say Colts Raiders. Uh, Colts beat us 25-20. And I just, the, the crying just threw me for a loop. I feel like we need to hit the draft hard for a quarterback. We need some corners. I like Nate Hobbs. I like uh, 
Yasin, I like them, but we still, we need more than that. We can't just, that's not enough. And now Hobbs is out. He injured. He out. Lost Arnett the season prior. Like, it's just the, it's just been bad luck for the Raiders and DBs. I do like Trayvon Moore. Got a TCU. Um, I even like Divine Diablo, even though they moved him to a linebacker and now he hurt. But they need DBs. They need DBs and they need linebackers that... that I don't want to say that can move because that would be an insult to Perryman and them. I'm not saying that motherfuckers can't move. I just need I need motherfuckers that's coverage inclined as well. And we don't have that. I don't know that we have a leader at the linebacker position. And it hasn't seemed to been that way since fucking Romanowski. But um, I will say... I give props to Josh uh, Jacobs. He's the only one that seems to have been working for the team since the season started. And this motherfucker was somebody that y'all was potentially about to get rid of. That's crazy to me. You about to put all your chips behind Zamir White and he hadn't proved nothing yet. So it's not like the Raiders to have the best decision-making skills. So... It'll be interesting to see moving forward. I will like to say uh, Devontae Adams did his motherfucking as he usually does with nine receptions, 126 yards. 14-yard uh, average, 48-yard long, and a touchdown. Dog in him. They even had a, a, a pass back play that they threw to Devontae, and he didn't see the pass back and just took off and made what? Had to be 20 yards out of nothing. I almost said put him in the fucking backfield. Take Carr out. He's wearing a quarterback's number. He got 17 on. Let him try. How about that? The fucking Vegas Raiders. But um, moving on. We'll move on from here. You know what? If I'm keeping it a buck, I don't even know if this is recording. Like I'm kind of worried about that. But the show must go on, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to slide through these uh, last two games. Everybody else is on by. So we'll touch on that Browns-Dolphins real quick. And the only thing I will say is a hell of a game from Tua. He definitely been doing his thing. 78.1 completion percentage, 285 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. 135.0 QB rating. Kilt shit. And the addition of Jeff, Jeff Wilson has definitely been good for them. Uh, he has 17 attempts with 119 yards in that last game. Seven yard average, one touchdown, 20 yard long. Uh, Mostert got a touchdown. It just seems like the Dolphins run game has been completely rejuvenated, reborn, so to speak. I guess that's that's uh ironic to say given you know where they came from, but that was a thirty nine to seventeen win Dolphins over the Browns. Um moving on Vikings Bills. 
I called this by the way. And for the listeners, I didn't call the, the spread or anything. And for the listeners, I would like to add that Britt did win the Pickums this week. That Viking switch got her. She switched to the Vikings on that game and that gave her the win. But I don't want to take anything away from the win. It was a win nonetheless. Congrats, Britt, on both regards. Um, but that Vikings Bills, 33-30. Mm. Kirk Cousins throwing 60% completion, 357 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, 71.8 quarterback rating. Josh Allen, 67.4 completion, 330 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, 78.6 quarterback rating. Deadlock. Dead even out of them quarterbacks, and you don't expect Josh Allen to do that poorly out there, which leads me to believe that you rushed him back. I don't want to say rushed him back because Josh Allen strikes me as the kind of guy that will tell you he's playing, but he shouldn't have been playing. If you, if you was... If you was really about that action, you'd be like, I don't give a fuck what you think you're going to do. You're going to sit here and talk in this headset is what you're about to do. And that would have been the smartest thing for him because it was a few times in that game I feel like he almost re-injured or could have uh, worsened his injury. One was that touchdown. Was it a touchdown? Uh, or not touchdown. I said touchdown. Interception. Or a fumble recovery. I can't remember what it was. And he tried to knock the ball out. Like doing too much. And hurt himself there. It was just a game that I didn't see. It was no need for him to play in. Like Coach Mike said last week. I would like to shout Justin Jefferson. With his 10 receptions. 193 yards. 19.3 average. 46 yard long. And one touchdown. And that motherfucking grab. That one-handed grab out of the DB's hands was just amazing to see. Absolutely amazing to see. And I was, listen, I was I was up out of my seat when I saw that. He had been showing up the whole way through. I'm not going to lie, Justin Jefferson did his thing that game. Um, that pick in overtime by Josh Allen, that's tough, man. That's tough. I, at this point, I think that overtime is the Bills' kryptonite. But that will also indicate that I think the Bills are Superman. And I don't necessarily believe that to be true either. But if one thing I do know is true, it's that they can't get through overtime to save their motherfucking life. Now, other than that, we will move on. I'll wrap it up here soon. Um... We had a quick talk about Justin Fields earlier. I would like to add that per NFL.com, Lamar Jackson, no longer the NFL's most electric runner from the QB position. They didn't even specify that. I just threw that QB position in there myself. But that what they said was Justin Fields with the 325 yards in two games is the most in NFL history since Lamar Jackson, who had 268. So he passed that up. They said in the past five games, Fields has rushed for 555 yards, which beats Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick 
and is on pace for 1,273 yards, rushing yards this season, which would be a single-season record. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to say he passed Lamar Jackson or he's now the most electric runner. I do think he's on one at the moment. That I do. That I definitely believe to be true. But to pass up Lamar, that's, that's crazy to me. Um, but shit, I mean, I wish him the best, you know what I'm saying? He, he still wore that scarlet and, uh, that, uh, what the fuck? Scarlet and gray. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Multitasking, it's a lot going on. Um, hold up. But, um, yeah, keep cooking. I just think they're a little too big for their britches. They're looking for shit to talk about in the NFL. Um, lastly, I will say today marks the first day back for Deshaun Watson to be able to practice with uh, the Cleveland Browns. Um, Coach Kevin Stefanski did decline the detail about um, them splitting reps between Deshaun and Jacoby Brissett, seeing how Jacoby still will be starting coming up um, this week. I'm interested to see how they plan on moving them forward. Um, but I guess I guess stay tuned for that. I'm interested to know if that suspension. I know they said 11 games. But did they mean games or weeks, right? Because weeks would indicate he would be back week 12 against the Buccaneers. Although with the bye, games would indicate he would be back week 13 against the Texans. So that, I wish the show was still going. I may have been got been able to get a little bit more information. Um, but lastly, I will say that Tom Brady text to Antonio Brown. I read it, and for anybody that hadn't just Googled Tom Brady text to AB, that's all I did, and it pops up, right? And what struck me as odd is that the text was sent May 10th, 2021 at 12.58 p.m., I'm assuming Eastern Time, because you would have already been in Tampa. Now, what's odd about that to me is... That's what, three months after y'all won the Super Bowl? Wasn't it no issues, no major issues at that point? So what would it have been that would have caused for you to to empty your heart out through text message like that to AB? And what I think, you wanna know what I think? If I'm being H-O-N-E-S-T, I think he went through old Jizzy from the Blocks phone. He went through her phone and seen some shit he ain't like and was like, you know what? Let me respectfully address some shit. But I don't want to say nothing just in case this crazy motherfucker uh, leaked some shit and he started speaking between the lines. I'm playing kind of, right? Kind of. I'm kind of playing. 
I am playing. Don't get me wrong. I'm playing. But I do feel like there's more to this that motherfuckers ain't talking about. That's all I will say. Um, Which leads me to my hit the showers. Oh, Jizzy from the block. Move right next door to uh, TB12. And I don't think that was for the camaraderie. Because if that was the case, you wouldn't have cut on my guy in his last season of the league. If that was the case, you wouldn't have went to Costa Rica while y'all was going through y'all's divorce proceedings. So I almost feel like she on some bullshit, right? And that's why that's happening the way that's happening like that. But um, I'm not going to wrap up just yet. I know everybody else isn't on to give their opinions but what I will do is I'll run down my pickums for the week. I'll collect everybody else's and we'll address them on the next week's uh, podcast. So uh, first up, I got Thursday night's game, Titans-Packers. For some reason, I'm leading Titans 6 on this one. Something's saying 3. Let's go 3. We're going Titans 3 on that one. Then we got Eagles-Colts. For some reason, I think the Eagles come out the gates um, a lot hotter than they did previously. I'm going Eagles 16. Then we got Jets Patriots. Now this is a very interesting one because Patriots, while they do have uh, one of the top defenses in the league, I think the Jets ain't no slouch in that regard as well. Um, as far as who puts more points up, I want to say Pats, but Jets have been finding a way to slide by. Nah, fuck that. I'm going Patriots 8. Browns, Bills, Bills. We didn't got to take time on that one. We going Billies. I don't even care if the Bills take Allen out. I'm still going Billy Bobs on them. I'll go. I feel like it depends, and this Josh Allen ain't that Josh Allen, so let's go Bill 7. Then we got Panthers-Ravens. That's a Ravens 6 in my opinion. No, because they bringing out Baker Mayfield. He's set to start against the Ravens. I'm going Ravens 13. Then Raiders-Broncos. <laughs> I, I have so many thoughts going through my mind at this point. I'm going to say Broncos 3 just because I kind of I kind of hope it is just to see Carr's reaction after that game. And you all know if you've been listening to the show what I'm really waiting on is Devontae's reaction but he hasn't given us one since the pushing of the cameraman or the sound guy whichever that was. Um, Chiefs Chargers Seems to be at San Diego, but I don't think, or I said San Diego, LA, but I don't think that makes much of a difference. I'm going Chiefs 13. And then lastly, 49ers Cardinals. What, Kyler didn't play last week? Is that correct, I believe? Hollywood Brown set to come back this week, which leads me to believe Kyler would be as well. I'm not saying that I think that Hollywood Brown does, you know, a lot in his first game back, but I think that that may edge him out, and I'm not too high on the 49ers. 
But they did get Christian McCaffrey as well. That's definitely a plus. But I think I'm still going to go. I think I'm going Cardinals 13 as well. Yep. That's how we're going to run that. And like I said, we'll collect everybody else's over time and cover it on the next podcast. This one was on the fly, so... I mean, shit is what it is, but for all them just tuning in, Jizzy from the block, hit them showers, baby. Hit them. I was about to say something ignorant. I'll keep it to myself because I ain't got nobody here to round me up to make me say it. So, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell them to troll. We'll see y'all next week, uh, Wednesday, talking more football uh, to all my showerheads. Be good or be good at it. We out.